What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show, right? So, you know, we're in tax planning season, right? Carter always likes to say there's tax filing season and tax planning season. And so we thought, you know, it would be a great opportunity to show you guys how to never have to pay taxes ever again. Now, I don't want to get you guys in trouble because Carter's like the tax guru. So <laughs> I'm going to let him give y'all more context on that. But yeah, that's what this episode is all about. So Carter, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. You know, I'm excited. I've been waiting on this tax episode for a long time. So you already yeah. know I'm ready to, to get it in. I hope I don't talk the whole time. I'm trying to use some time to chime in, but like, this is my jam right here. This is my stuff. Yeah. yeah. So y'all funny story, right? So on the last episode, we talked a lot about like lifestyle alignment, right? And like, you know, making sure that you're doing a business that aligns with your lifestyle. And Carter lives and breathes that. And like to the to the moment that I met him, like he was pushing back on certain suggestions because he's like, was this going to mess with my lifestyle? Because like he, you know, was already about that life when I met him in 2019, right? And so I think, you know, this episode is is very important and pivotal because part of what he does to be able to live that lifestyle is being strategic with how he leverages the tax code, right? To benefit, you know, the things that he wants to do. And so I think it's just super cool that we're going to be able to go through some of the tax savings strategies that everybody can tap into. For sure, man. I'm, I, I promise to give people at least $10,000 worth of game in this episode. At, at least, least $10,000 10K. It's a cool, chill 10K. A light, a light, a light 10K. Light 10K, you know what I'm saying? saying? So here's the thing, y'all. Before we get into tax saving strategies and how to never pay taxes again, there are three things I just need you all to understand on a surface level, and then we can get to some of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So number one, the tax code is not this scary, like esoteric, like thing that we just you know turn our heads to, right? The tax code is nothing more than an incentive system, right? I like to call it an incentivized game. And just like any game, if you want to win, you have to understand the rules. Mm. Very simple. Very simple. So rule number one is you have to be on the right team. And I love this because we got the Melanin Money uh, swag on. So, we, you know, we got the team jerseys on. So let's talk about right. All right. team. Speaking team. of which, remind me that I got to get these jerseys for fall. I mean, not for fall, but for spring. I got to create some fire jerseys. Okay. I mean, yeah. like I, anything I can wear with my guns out, we good. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. So. Um, so rule number one is they got, you got to be on the right team, right? And what I mean by that is this, the tax code was made to benefit entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors, right? That's the team you want to be on. The tax code is not meant to benefit W2 employees. I didn't make the rules. I was not in there on original decisions. That's, that's what it is, right? So since you know that the tax code is meant to benefit um, entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors, you have to find a way to get to that quadrant, whether that's quitting your job and starting a business or starting a side hustle or investing more of your money, pick your poison, but you have to get first get on the right team. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is that you have to understand um, what tax write-offs are and what tax deductions mean, right? So we'll talk about a whole bunch of tax deductions and things like that. But once you understand what you can and cannot deduct in your business, you can be more intentional 
about your spending. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, so we talk about teams, you got to know that when, when it's game season and when it's the off season, right? So I tell people all the time, there are two types of tax seasons, right? Like you said earlier, George, there's tax paying season and then there's tax planning season. Most people think that they can save money during tax paying season. So tax paying season is January through April, right? January through April. But once, once January comes and the previous year is closed, there's not much that we can do to fix your tax situation and your tax liability. So most people wait into tax paying season to try to start saving money and it's too late, right? right. But we need to understand tax planning season is right now. This last quarter of the year is where you can devise the strategies and, um, and, and, and have the right playbook to save as much money on taxes and actually not pay any taxes. Like I'm working on not paying any taxes this year. Right. And it comes Talk with a spicy really, really good to plan. me. Talk <laughs> spicy to me. So, so those are three things, man. I think if people like, understand those, um, they'll be good. So, George, you have to on this episode be like the be like people for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like, ignorant, right? Like act, I'm gonna be act ignorant like, for me, yeah. right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, gonna, I'm like, gonna ask the questions that people are probably thinking about for sure. Perfect, perfect. So those are the three things. Now, any of those that I just broke down seem like um, not clear to you or things that you think, uh, questions that probably came in your head. Yeah. So, you know, I am a W2 earner, right. For the sake of this podcast, my yep. <laughs> um, W2 earner. And I, 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 start, I started a side hustle, right. I started a side hustle and I'm, and I'm making extra money, but I still don't understand like, how does that automatically translate to me being able to start to save money on taxes. So if I just started, let's say I'm making a little less than a hundred thousand, right. And I still got my job. Like, what are some of the immediate things that I can start to do now that I have that side hustle? Love it. That's a, that's a great question, bro. That's a great one. Uh, you might be asking. I, I, I can be, you know, I can, I can be a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a, a so first, first of all, I want to encourage everybody listening this very good point. Whatever your job is paying you to do from nine to five, somebody else will pay you to do from five to nine. That's a bar. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So many people said this up short, like, I only got a W-2 job. Well, what are you doing at your job? Oh, I'm doing marketing. You think people out here don't need marketing? Like, you know, so it's just like, I, I want to get people out there shell of like, yo, whatever people paying you to do from nine to five, you can do it as a side gig from five to nine. And now once you have this side hustle, which I'm about to explain, the, the tax saving uh, gates of heaven start to open up. So, oh, uh, right. <laughs> So in your example, let's say you're making 100K at work, right? And then you're making 10K in your side business. Like, how does that equate to saving taxes? Like, what can you write off? What can't you? Mm-hmm. But here's, here's the breakdown. The moment you start a side hustle, any expenses that it costs you to operate that side hustle, you now get to deduct on your taxes. So let's say you use your computer for your side hustle. Let's say you use your cell phone for your side hustle. Let's say you use your your car for your side hustle. And one beautiful thing you'll start to realize is that a lot of these personal expenses that you already have start immediately turning into tax deduction that you can now lower your tax liability. So now if your computer costs 4K, you can write off your, your the, the cost of your computer. You get a tax deduction for your computer. If, you're, um, if you use your car to commute back and forth to clients, you can now get a tax deduction for a portion of your vehicle expense, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing for your cell phone bill, right? If you start writing up your cell phone and cell phone bill. So what you start to see is like these, all these things that you're already paying for start to get, um, you start to get the tax deductions for. So in our example, let's say you made $10,000 in your side business, but right. with all these write-offs, you, you, you have 20K in, in write-offs, right? 
So now what happens is these 20K in write-off, it completely removes the 10K that you made from your side business. And now that extra 10K loss goes against your ordinary income at work. So now you're not making 100K in the office. Now you're making 90. But you know, mm. so now your refund gets big, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. When I was working in corporate America, I was making close to 100, but they were taking $30,000 in taxes every year. Ouch. Killing me, right? So I started my two-year-old business on the side, and I think I made like 10K my first year or something, but I had like $30,000 or $32,000 in write-offs from my car business. So my refund check that year, um, because I was working and still paying uh, W-2 taxes, I think I got like a $13,000 tax refund. You know what I'm saying? So things like that. Send me, a, send me $2 real quick. Send me $2. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously. So we have all these people that are overpaying taxes. And like I tell people all the time, we all should pay what we legally owe, but let's not leave a tip. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to leave the IRS a tip. You know what I'm what? saying? Where's my, where's my cash sound? <laughs> Let me find my cash out real quick. I need, I need all of that. <laughs> Like, yo, that's a bar. So again, I'm going to think in the, from the listener's perspective. All right. So I made that 10 to 50K my first year and then I ran up a bag my next year. Now I'm making six figures in my side hustle. So I quit my job, mm-hmm. right? Quit my job. I'm making this bread. but And I'm listening to you about all these tax savings and not paying taxes. However, what happens when I need a certain amount of income to qualify to purchase certain assets? Right. So I want to buy a house or I want to buy a car. Like, what is what does that mean when I play the write-off game? I love that. So I think everything that we do in life, right, comes with intentionality. Right. So there are two ways to look at things when it comes to purchasing assets when you have a business. So number one, the first thing I tell my clients is that if you plan to make uh, an asset purchase, whether that's buying real estate, buying trying to buy a new car, uh, whether it's for your tour business or not, trying to qualify for a loan, whatever, let's try to do all that in one year, right? So that the year that we're going, let's say 2022, we're going to apply, we're, we're going to try to get a, a real estate property, we're going to get a new car and apply for a loan. Let's do all that in the same year because now, now that I know that, I won't write off everything on these taxes so I can show a little bit more income than we need to. So just, just enough for you, for you to get approved for the loan that you want, for the car that you want, and for the real estate property that you want. But then- okay. Any losses that we didn't take this year, we can always use them into into the future for next year. So number one, I tell people is that if you're going to try this loan game as an entrepreneur, let's get all loans done in one year. You're going to have to pay a little bit more in taxes. But then every year after that, we're going right back to writing writing off everything. Mm. Right. So now we have that intentionality. But also, bro, six months of bank statements is starting to replace two years of tax returns. You know, me and you just talked about this. I'm about to go buy this car that I'm really infatuated about. And when I went up to the to the dealership to get the car, to get the car in my business name, they only wanted six months of income states. And they only they only mm-hmm. wanted six months of bank statements of my income. That's all they wanted. So if you can show inflow in your business, that can replace tax returns. So you might not even need to, to report more income than necessary. Genius. Genius. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what would you say are a few of your favorite tax deductions? Because there's so many, right? There's so many, like, but what would you say are just some to just stand out like a sore thumb? Like, yo, I just love this play, right? Just first share a few of them. First of all, hey, your questions today are, are spot on. We're going we to have you create the questions for every podcast, every podcast <laughs> episode. Because the questions, you know, today, I try to tell you, you know, I try to be <laughs> humble, but I am the OG. Right, you know, right. So You've I'm, been doing this for uh, oh. uh, a long time. Uh-huh. Um, but nah, but yeah, so what are some of your f- favorite ones, man? Because I just love, I mean, and here's the thing about having great people in your circle, right? Like, 
So Carter is an expert of what he does. I'm an expert of what I do, but I, I tune into some of his lives sometime. I, you know, and I can, I can text him and get the guy on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just, I, I'm genuinely enjoying receiving this information. One is a refresher for myself. And then two, because I know if I was in the audience's shoes, these are the things that I would want to know. So what are, give us the juicy game, right? The game that's in that tax-free living course. Matter of fact, the podcast is only so long. So we're going to give as much game as we can. But if y'all really want to go deep, um, we're going to make sure that we link a couple of resources that can, that can take you to the next level in the show notes. So we'll make sure you can go deep on this. Facts, facts, facts. I love it. I'm, I'm going to give as much. I'm giving 10K worth of game here, at least. If y'all at want more least. than 10K, y'all can check out the ebook. Right, if y'all want an extra 90K, you know what I'm saying? Check out the about courses, that. the ebooks, right? Whatever. Um, so I'm going to give you my, my favorite three. And you are a part of one of these, so you're going to like it. <laughs> okay? So my favorite three. Number one, let's let's talk about the car auto deduction because everybody's talking about that. And I'm actually going to do it right now, today. I'm going to get the car today. So here's the thing. Let's say for all intents and purposes, I have $200,000 of net income in my business right now, right? That means I'm going to pay about 45% tax on, right? Federal, state, self-employment. So I'm looking at a tax bill of $70,000, 80, close, something mm-hmm. like that. So I don't want to pay the government 80 grand. So what am I going to do? I'm going to do things that's going to give me huge tax write-offs. So one thing I did was I I want to get get a new car. I had my current car for a long time. And the IRS, if the car you're about to get new or used, new or used, if the car you're about to get is over 6,000 pounds, they will let you get a tax deduction for the full cost of the vehicle in the year that you get. So for me, I was looking at Mercedes Benz's and the one I wanted, the one I originally wanted was 5,400 pounds. Ah, I, was, just I was irritated. I was irritated. I was like, oh, I really want this car, but it's- That's some bigger rims. Yeah, you get bigger rims, right? But, um, and guys, you have to Google the car's gross weight, not the curb weight. Curb weight and gross weight are two different things. The IRS uses gross weight. So I was about to buy this car. It was like 5,500 pounds. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna find a new car. So the new car I found is- 6,400 pounds. So it's over the 6,000 pound mark. The car is about $100,000. So literally by me going down today, going to put $10,000 in this car and getting, and the car is worth hundred grand this tax year, I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollar write-off for that car. So let's bring mm. it back to, to the original example. I had $200,000 of net income. I get to write off a hundred thousand for the car. Now I just, I just wrote off a hundred thousand dollars of income. So now mm. my tax liability dropped from 70K to maybe like 30, right? Powerful. Powerful. And, I just, so go ahead. And, and, and to that end, just for the listener's sake, what he's what, what it sounds like you're saying is even though you're putting 10,000 down and you're going to finance it because you probably got great credit, right? You still get to take the depreciation or the write-off, if you will, in this calendar year. Exactly, guys. And that's a huge point I don't want you all to miss. It's not about how much money you put down. It's, it's about how much the car is worth. Mm. Right? You get, you get, it's called the 179 bonus depreciation deduction. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created, right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions and ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Number one, you're gonna get access to money challenges. 
you know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're going to get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're going to have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're going to get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education, right? And you have investment opportunities, right? From time to time when they present themselves, I'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention, if you sign up today, you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link, link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family. And guys, to be honest, I don't know how long this deduction is going to be around because right. it's almost too good to be true, right? Yeah. So I'm, I I need all of it while it's hot. Like I know I got multiple hot. clients doing this this year. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like multiple, yeah. multiple clients, multiple cars, right? So I can do this play two cars. If I had a wife, I'd get both, both of us a car, right off both things. Now I went from um, $200,000 to zero, right? But anyway, for this, for this purpose, I want you all to know that Right off the full finance cost of the vehicle. It could be new or used. It doesn't have to be brand new. It could be used. So that's that's one strategy. So that strategy alone, I get the car of my dreams and I save $40,000 in taxes. So that's that's a 40, I said 10K in tax savings. That's 40K right there. My second tax saving strategy is what's called annual meetings. So guys, listen to this game. Guys, you really have to, and George is laughing if y'all can see for a reason. This is why you have to do business with your friends and with your family members. One, because you want to keep the money in the circle, right? You want to keep the money right. in the circle. But secondly, equally as important, whatever you do with these people become tax deduction because y'all own businesses together. So for my birthday, my 30th birthday, um, I uh, decided to have a trip to Medellin for three days. I invited some of my closest friends and I decided to host my firm's annual meet, my firm's annual meeting on this trip. So during the trip, we had we had daily meetings, we had we had minutes, we talked about business, we talked about business strategy, we talked about social media marketing, and so we had my firm's annual minutes. Due to the fact that we had the annual minutes there, and my friends are my business partners, I was able to write off the full cost of the Airbnb that we got. Mm-hmm. I was able to get a tax deduction from my flight. And because they were business owners as well, they were able to get a tax deduction for their flights as well. So I turned my 30th birthday party into my firm's annual minutes and was able to write off the full cost of, of the trip. People. People. It doesn't It doesn't get much better than that. Hey, I'm saying though, right? It doesn't get much better than that, man. That's, that's gold. That's, that's incredible. And I just think that like, it just shows that those who have access to the information, right? Or as you put it, understand the rules of the game. Those are the people that get a chance to win, right? And so I think that's that's the biggest takeaway, you know, in this podcast, regardless of how or whatever else we talk about. 
is get the rules to the game, right? Like, don't try to go against the rage against the machine, right? The game is the game. Right? It's, been here, it's been here longer than, than we've been here. It's going to be here longer than we're going to be here. So don't fight right, the game. Just learn. Yeah, just learn how what they say. They don't hate the player, hate the game. Like, just learn the game, right? And that way you can do the same thing. They, they was hating again. I don't, I don't care about your political views, but like with Donald Trump and people were concerned about, you know, how what he was doing with taxes and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know how much of what he was doing was starting the line of legal or illegal, but don't be mad at that, right? Get smart and understand how you can do it too in a legal and compliant ethical way, right? Because Carter, what's the stats in terms of how big the tax code is, but like versus how much of it is based upon like tax savings versus like tax paying? Can you give us that, that, that insight? So the tax code is 75,000 pages long. Jesus Christ. 75,000 pages long. And of those pages, only 150 are about actually paying taxes. The rest are about uh, loopholes, are about strategies, are about incentive systems, are about the changes. So the tax code people think is about paying taxes. It's really about planning taxes. Here's the thing. The government says, we're going to get our way in two ways. You can either do what we tell you to do, mm-hmm. put your money where we tell you to pay, put your money, or we're going to take your money and deploy the capital as we see fit. Right. So the reason why business owners get such a break is because guess what, George, we're creating jobs. And I mean, right. you were just talking in Soho a couple of weeks ago, how we feel good to have a six figure payroll. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're putting money into the economy. So that since we're doing that, we get tax breaks for it. So, right. you know, you can either go against the grain and get with it. You can get either get mad, or you can get smart. I'm trying to help y'all get smart today. So exactly. Right. So to, to you, to Carter's point, right. Right? Like we're wearing melanin money gear, right? This and is my third one. This is the third one. Don't let don't. This is the third one. Yes, third yes. One. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is this, this that you. This is you are written all over it. So, guys, let's talk about how to write off your shopping sprees, right? We talked about how to write off cars and get a tax deduction for that. We talked about how to write off trips or vacations and get a get a tax deduction for that. Let's talk about getting a tax deduction for your shopping sprees. So originally, the IRS was really against people writing off clothing, right? They said, if it's not a costume or you don't look foolish in public with it, like if it's not like a firefighter suit or whatever, we're not allowing you to get a write-off for it. Model, no model, we don't care, right? Mm -hmm. And then this one guy went to court, right? He owned a suit business and he was writing off his suits that he bought for his business. And they said, no, you can't do that. And they took him to court. But then what he said was, look, I get I put all my logos on my suits. I am a walking a walking brand ambassador for my business. Why is it that the my clothing that has my logo stitched on it, visibly on it, why can't I write that off? It's a part of my marketing expense for my business. Right. And he won the case in court. So the IRS had to go and redact the rule and say, hey, if you get your logo visibly stitched or pressed, it can't be like a sticker that you can take off. It has to be permanent. If you can get your logo visibly stitched on your clothing that you wear, and obviously your clothing needs to be reasonably costly. You know, I, I don't recommend you going to Louis Vuitton and doing this, but if it happens, mm-hmm. if the clothes have a reasonable cost and you get your logo visibly stitched on your clothes, not only can you write off the cost of your clothes, but you, you can get a, a tax deduction for the cost of your clothes, for the for the stitching of the logo, and every time you take it to the cleaners. So as y'all can see, we're running melanin money merch, the, mm-hmm. the you know the the official gear of first generation millionaires. Yep. Since I own equity in this company, every time I take this jogging suit to the cleaners, I use my business card because this is I'm a walking brand ambassador for a company that I have equity. In. Mm-hmm. So guys, don't miss this expense. George, did you start getting the melanin money like on some Nike jogging suits as well? Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Yep. Thanks. Exactly. Like before, well, like before we stepped up the quality and knew we were going in this direction, I was like, I'm still getting this tax right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just, again the game is the game. Okay. 
And again, guys, I only gave y'all three strategies. So the car, the car play is going to save you 40 grand in taxes. Facts. The traveling pay can save you at least $10,000 in taxes. Facts. And depending on how much money you spend on clothes, that can save you another five to $10,000 a year. I just gave y'all $60,000 in tax saving strategies in less than 60 minutes on a podcast. Less, in less than 10 minutes, right? Because that was in the window of time for that question. That was one question. You that, was, that was one question. That was one question. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Power, so, it's power and in, in information. It's yeah, power information, and information. Yeah, it's so much power and information as long as you apply it, right? Like, don't be an information junkie, right? We're just like, oh, that's super cool. That's like, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. All right, so another question. Uh, at what point Right. Do some of these like because I think what the misconception with tax savings is that you still have to have a successful business. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so like at, what are some of like the key indicators or like thresholds where like these strategies like start to really make sense versus it being like, oh, like you're, you got a hobby, bro. Like IRS going to come get that money at some point. Um, like what are some of like the key like indicators or thresholds or things you should be thinking about? Um, you know, in order to really make the most of these strategies that you've been talking about today. Yeah, guys. So here's a, probably one of the most important points. I'm glad George hinted to this because it's very important. In order to save money on taxes, you have to actually make money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so many people, I want to write off all this about to buy the car. I'm like, how much money your business make? Oh, we didn't, we haven't made a sale yet. Slow down. Okay. Slow down, fam. Puff the brakes. Slow down, bucko. <laughs> Slow down, bucko. Puff the brakes. So here's the thing we never want to forget. Making money in the business is always the first priority. Saving money is the second priority. So you have to have a business that is at least profitable for most of these tax saving strategies to even make a sense to you. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is I say... You know, between between zero and forty thousand dollars, most of these tax strategies will like work, right? All of these tax strategies will work. The only reason I put that forty k number in there is because once you start making over forty thousand dollars in net income in your business, you, there's one strategy that you can do is going to save you a lot of money. And I want to hit on this because it's important. Starting out your business is perfectly fine to have an LLC. LLC is easy to start up. It's easy to manage. Easy to maintain. But once you start making over $40,000 net income, that LLC starts not to serve you anymore because it doesn't, LLCs do not help you save on taxes. Once you bridge that gap of $40,000 net income and start making 50, 60, 70, 80, $90,000, you need to upgrade your LLC to an S corporation. Mm-hmm. And the reason I tell people this is because S corps help you save on taxes. LLCs are good for asset protection, but S-Corps help you save on taxes. So when we're talking about thresholds, the moment your business is profitable, you can start writing off things. You can start writing off phone, car, internet, home office, all these deductions that can bring you back to zero, right? Mm-hmm. But once you start making over $40,000 in income, you need to upgrade to an S-Corporation because that alone is going to save you $10,000, dollars $30,000 in taxes, just that one strategy alone. So um, to answer your question, yeah, that's basically it, man. And the point is, the more money you make, the more taxes you can save. Right. You know, if you make 100K, I can help you save 20, 30 easy. But if you make a half a million, I can help you save $250,000, maybe maybe all of it. So this is about the more money you make, the more the more strategies there are for you to keep all the money. So it's, you know, the more money you make, I always recommend people seek out a tax advisor, um, a CPA or somebody. And again, we're going to link some options to the show notes and some programs I have for you all. But it's it's so important because like we want to teach y'all how to make the bag, but we want to also teach y'all how to keep the bag. Right. Because ask Wesley Snipes. It ain't about how much money you make. Okay. Right. It's about how much money you keep it, King. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. Right. So we talked a lot about these advantages for you know entrepreneurs, you know, business owners, those who are incentivized. Right. To to create uh, to stimulate, basically stimulate the economy. Right? And that's how you got to look at it. You got to change your perspective. The reason why entrepreneurs are getting these incentives is not because the tax code hates employees. It's because 
entrepreneurs are literally stimulating the economy and they're getting incentivized for that stimulation, right? There's a reason why Jeff Bezos pays what he pays in taxes, right? He has this famous quote that like where he talks about how much he's worth versus how much Amazon as a company is worth and how much wealth he's created for other people. So people always mm-hmm. want to focus on how much money, how much Jeff Bezos is worth. He's like, well, hold on now. This is a $1.2 trillion company, right? I'm only worth $168 billion, which only is relative but you know what i'm saying but he's but but relative at scale right so he's like saying i made all that other wealth for other people mm-hmm. um but i say all that to say we, we talked a lot about entrepreneurs and, and why they get the tax breaks they get let's talk a little bit about investors i know that um you mentioned that that's one of the options uh you know that the i guess the tax code benefits can you talk about some of the uh, tax savings opportunities that you can get by simply being an investor, because that's something that almost anybody can do, right? Right, right. Easily too. And I love this, you know, especially you being a financial advisor, I'm sure you've advised your clients for some of these. So one of the easiest ways is, is to use, especially when it comes to stock market investing, is to use what's called um, tax advantage retirement accounts, right? So uh, most of you all have heard of IRAs, Roth IRAs, you know, 401ks. These instruments allow you to invest in the stock market, make money, passive money, like sleeping bag money Come in on the now. stock market. And then you're able to either get a tax deduction for all the money that you invest or, which I think is even better, that money is never taxed in the future. So a prime example of this is for those of you all that have a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, mm-hmm. you can put up to $19,500 in your Roth 401k every year. And that money will grow tax-free. Meaning once that 19 turns into 500,000 and you take that money out, you pay zero taxes on any of the gains, any of the profit. And the reason the IRS does that is because you're investing, you're providing capital for some of our biggest companies to go and become even greater and make our economy even better. Yep. So um, IRAs and 401ks, for those of you who are working, if you're not maxing those out, you're doing, you're doing yourself a disservice. Like the first, I tell people this all the time, my first $6,000 every year has a name on it. <laughs> that name is Roth IRA. I'm not going to the club. Like I don't like going in and out on New Year's Eve because that money I'm spending on that bottle could be, it's supposed to be on my Roth IRA. You know what I'm saying? My first $6,000 has a name on it. I feel like if everybody, if everybody did this simple lesson, they first 6,000 went to a Roth IRA, you would be a millionaire on accident. A tax-free, a tax-free millionaire on accident. Tax-free millionaire on accident. Easy. Just by being an investor. Yeah. So do you, do you provide, I mean, I'm sure we talk to your clients, like when you're giving people investment advice, do you bring up the, the, the tax advantage accounts? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, whether they're uh entrepreneur or some of our grandfather, you know, working professional clients, like, yeah, I mean, you know, IRAs, SEP IRAs, right? So 401ks, like all of these options that are tax advantage to be able to defer that, right? And, and more importantly, what we're doing for our entrepreneur clients is we're showing them how to redirect, right? Money that would have gone on to Uncle Sam, right? Into wealth building instruments. So, right. So instead of writing that check to Uncle Sam, now you're able to visualize, okay, since I deferred that money and put it into a tax advantage vehicle, how is my wealth able to grow on my behalf for money that ordinarily was going to go to Uncle Sam on the front end, right? And so just understanding that is so powerful, like just how you can be simply be an investor and prevent yourself from paying unnecessary taxes in that calendar year to uh, build and grow your wealth. I think I think you summed it up great there, man. It's all about at the end of the year, man, two things will happen with your money. You're going to give it to the IRS or you're going to invest it in ways that's going to help you save taxes, mm-hmm. right? The money is gone, period. It's going somewhere. But the fact and the, and the knowledge and the information to know that you can direct it 
is so powerful. And again, the last point I want to give before we hop off is we have to debunk the theory that well, if you're not paying taxes, you're a bad person, like, you know, whatever. Because I have this conversation with people like, well, everybody's supposed to pay taxes. No, everybody's supposed to pay what they legally owe. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if the government wants to use my money to f- to fund unemployment, right? That's cool. Right. But instead of, instead of them doing that, how about I keep the money, reinvest it in my business, hire somebody. And now instead of providing money to put somebody on, on unemployment, which keeps them in a state of not wanting to do more, I can now give them a job, mm. give them purpose, give them direction. So never feel guilty for not paying taxes as a business owner, because instead of giving money to the government to give unemployment a link, you can use that money to provide that same amount of money to provide somebody with a salary, give them a job, give them peace of mind, give them purpose at the same time. So I think that's one thing people need to understand. Big facts, big facts, man. Well, guys, I mean, you know how they say, you know, information was it conver- this a conversation. This has been a conversation. Conversations can't change compensation, right? We just gave y'all Carter just gave y'all some immense game. Right. And I, I hopefully I did my best to think about the things that you got um, would be considering because this is valuable insights guys. Right. Um, And again, we just want you guys to get the rules to the game. Obviously there's multiple ways to tap in on a more meaningful level. If you want to take immediate action on, on these tax strategies and expound upon another probably hundred and, 94 four of them, right? <laughs> uh, you can grab uh, Carter's, um, you know, tax-free living ebook and or the course uh, to be able to dive into that. Yeah, and we actually that. we actually just um, changed the course into a full mentorship program where they get monthly calls with me and I help them strategize their own tax plan because I want to do more, right? Like I want to do more. So the resources to the ebook and the mentorship will be in the show notes. Um, we'll talk about that more. But guys, I'm just excited for y'all because like I tell people this, the easiest way to make more money is to pay less taxes. The easiest way to make more money is to pay less taxes. And with that... <laughs> What else is there to be said? So guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. It's been a blast. Uh, I had a great time just sitting on the other side of the, the microphone, just asking questions that I hope you guys will find valuable. So if you like, if you kind of like this interaction where maybe one of us who has a, a different level of expertise is, is, is shining a light on certain topics, let us know. We'll maybe switch it up and do some stuff like this. Obviously, uh, we we're about to start having our first guests on the show. We wanted to make sure that we got 10 plus episodes under our belt so that y'all could get to know us before we bring other people into the house. But um, but guys, just let us know what you want to hear. If you love this episode, please give it a five-star review. Make sure you're following us on social media because we're always giving out extra free game over there. And most importantly, make sure you uh, subscribe on YouTube so that you can actually see us while we're talking. Because if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you're only getting half the sauce. You're not getting half the 50, right? Of, I got to get the merch game. I get, all I get the merch game, right? And of course, I'll be remiss, right? You know, if you're going to join Team Black Wealth, right? If you're going to be the official melanin millionaire for your family, you have to grab the uniform, right? So head over to shop.melaninmoney.com and tag us in your in your merch photos, right? We would love to see how you're rocking it. We would love to see, what we really would love to see is we would love to see you in your merch while you're doing a wealth building play. Whether it's taking action on one of the things that Carter gave you or whether it's, you know, open up your investment account, buying your house, right? We would love for you to tag us while you're making these melanin millionaire moves. Love it. And with that, we are out. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.